Our next guest is a man that um, has dominated country football in the Wimmera for decades. He won eight straight premierships with the Horsham Footy Club. Um, he loves his trots. He loves his gallops. And um, live from Horsham, Terry Arnold now joins us here on the Country Cup circuit. Good afternoon to you, Terry, with Gareth Hall, Maggie Payne and, and Maddie Stewart. Thanks for joining us, mate. No worries at all, guys. What was it like winning eight consecutive premierships for a football club? Did, did, did the opposition teams get sick of you? Uh, we didn't win too many friends through the time, but um, I look at, looking back on it now, um, uh, it's, it's just going to be one of those one of those periods of time in your sporting life where you just everything about it's just going to be uh, filled with great memories. So yeah, no, it was each year was sort of a little bit a little bit different with different personnel, and um, but yeah, no, looking back on it now, it's just. Unbelievable how it could have happened, really. So, Terry, what made that Horsham Demons Football Club so successful? Uh, probably combination of probably combination of uh, the right amount of experience at the right time, and just just a really hungry group of young kids coming through and wanting their spot every year, and pushing uh, pushing the older blokes to be better, and one or two taking the spot of someone else every year. Yeah, just. Just the right mix and good leaders and, yeah, no, it was um, just a combination of things, but it was, um, yeah, a great period of time. And, Terry, obviously winning that many flags for a, a country footy team, you must have you mustn't have um, paid for a beer in a long time or even a feed at the pub. <laughs> I think I think uh, I think when I sit back, I think I've got reunions to die. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be... Uh, that'll be um, that's a good period of time, yeah. Terry, these country leagues, I'm always fascinated by how far and wide they are. Like, how many teams were in your league and, and how far away from each other were they? Were there a few long country drives or were they all reasonably close together, albeit in the vast west of the state there? Yeah, look, uh, so Horsham's sort of got two or three. Horsham City itself, I guess, is the feeder feeder town for sort of two or three leagues that are reasonably close. Uh, the Wimmer League, which the Demons played in, um, probably about probably about an hour is the furthest we've got to drive, but um, a, lot of, a lot of those teams now have got kids coming out of uni and so there's a fair bit of fair bit of travel involved for all those uh, all those country sports now, but we were probably um, we were probably reasonably fortunate. We, we had a lot of um, a lot of closer sort of Closer sort of games to play, yeah. So. One of my best mates is a school teacher, but he was a VFL player, and then he, he also played a lot of country footy. And I, I've got to learn a bit about the coin that's available for a good recruit that goes into these country leagues. They tell me Terry, Terry took up half, most he owns of half of Horsham, yeah. Terry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is a bit of coin there, Terry. Isn't it? How is it generated? Is it generated at a local community level? How's the income of the of the teams gathered and uh, to to pay for the players? Uh, so Sort of, you probably got you probably got two models that work in our area. You've got the clubs that are clubs that are a very strong uh, farmer base for their members, farming base, and then you've got uh, some of the some of the ones in town probably work more on commercial arrangements with advertising and local support and that sort of stuff. So, but um, but the the better the season for those farming clubs, the uh, the more that um, 
the more they've got to offer, put it that way. What's What's the most a club would pay for a good recruit, a star recruit? An embarrassing amount <laughs> compared, <laughs> compared to uh, compared to compared to some great players that have played for nothing. An embarrassing amount, but. Mm. Um, Ballpark. No. You don't. You don't want to ballpark. I can terribly embarrass. Yeah. Um. You probably there's some plays in in country Victoria that get two and a half, three thousand a game. Yeah. The the very best. Oh, not even because those country towns where Terry's um where Terry's from and the the, the competitions around them to them to get those players from the city they have to pay that type of money, don't they, Terry? Yeah. There's certainly those figures floating around, so it's... Um, so what's the financial gain to the club? Like, to, to, to want to pay that much money for a player, there must be a lot of financial... It must come back at you for a lot of success over the years through sponsorship and so on. It must be recouped in some way? Probably probably some of those farming clubs that are, that are single clubs to the town. It's probably more about um, survival strategies. Um Obviously, those community footy clubs are so integral to the town, and they just uh, they just connect the community and bring everyone in. You're not not having them this year would be a hell of a knock to some of those um, mm. some of those smaller towns because it just uh, it's it's just a hub of it's the hub of the community for um, for six or eight months of the year, the footy team and the netball team. So um, so a lot of those a lot of those uh, Community football clubs, those one-team towns, they're really working on um, understand understand the importance of the of the footy team and the netball team, and and uh, they're they're really on survival strategies for some of them. So it's not always it's not always about longevity, but they're they're just trying to um, maintain the maintain the clubs and maintain them to some standard that they're competitive every year and. And sometimes that takes attracting a lot of out of towners. So happened for a long time, but probably exacerbated now. I was going to ask you, hey, if you if the big smoke ever ever came a knock, and we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a sec too. But just the difference between country footy and city footy. I mean, I played a little bit of it, and I went to a I was I went to a, a school where it was very well mannered, and then once or twice I played up in the Ballarat League. And it was brutal. It was bloody freezing for a start, and it was brutal. Just quickly, uh, uh, Terry, uh, it, it's a, it, you don't want to be a, a wuss playing in the country league, do you? It's, a, it's pretty rough and ready at times, isn't it? Uh, it's probably. I'd, I'd rather be. I'd rather be an eighteen-year-old now starting out than an eighteen-year-old now thirty years ago. Put it that way. But it's. Um, yeah, look, that's that's the nature of it out in the country a little bit. Yes, everything's earned. So in some of those, some of those uh, Ballarat leagues, like there's a, there's a lot of leagues that have maintained reputations of being very strong, and and anyone who anyone who dominates in there or plays well, they they certainly earned their um, earned their respect. Put it that way. It's a big day at Horsham Cup Day, Terry. I would imagine you would have dominated proceedings there on a, on, on a few occasions. Are you backing a winner there today? Um, in the garden today, Gareth. All right, uh, then. Be down at the track, but anyway, <laughs> uh, following it a little bit. So I've got an interest in um, the mate's horse who's coming up in the last, so yeah, that... have a look at that one. All yeah. right, mate. Well, we wish you the best of luck. We've thoroughly enjoyed that chat. In fact, time flew, mate. So um, 
thanks for that and enjoy the gardening. We we better let you get back to it. Nah, all good. Good on you guys. There's Dan.